Beitza, Perg Beis, Mishnah Vav, 2.6. This mission discusses Shlosha Devarim Rabban Gamliel Mach Merkadivir Beishamai, three areas of halacha that pertain to the halachas of Yom Tov, in which Rabban Gamliel, who was the Nasi, Rabban Gamliel was, as the word Rabban indicates, he was the Nasi, he was the leader of the Jewish people. Um, he was Machmir, he was strict Kedivri Beishamai, he passed like Beishamai instead of Beishelel. Uh, worth noting, first of all, this Rabban Gamliel is the Rabban Gamliel de Yavna, the first leader of the Jewish people after the Chorban of the base of Mikdash, by Shani, the second temple. And he actually is um, five generations down on the family tree from Hillel. So he was a direct descendant of Hillel. Hillel had a son Shimon, who had a son um, Gamliel, who had a son Shimon, who had a son Gamliel. This is that Gamliel. And this Rabban Gamliel... He was strict in the following three ways, like Beishamai. The first is, Ein Tomnin Esachamin Meyom Tavli Shabbos. You cannot do Hatmana on Yom Tov for Shabbos. Here we're talking about a case of where you're doing work on a Yom Tov that falls out on Erev Shabbos. So normally, as we saw in the beginning of the chapter, if one is going to be doing cooking food and other food preparation on Yom Tov for Shabbos, is forbidden unless he first sets up the Erev Tavshilin, um, he starts doing the preparatory work ahead of time. Now we learned that when it came to the questions of cooking and baking, so we learned that uh, Beishamai already says they're two distinct things, and if you want to both cook and bake on Yom Tov for Shabbos, you'll have to make the Erev Tachum, Erev Tavshilin, excuse me, Erev Tavshilin, you have to have a, a cooked dish and a baked dish, like a loaf of bread and egg, already from before uh, Yom Tif, to allow you to do the cooking and food prep on Yom Tif for Shabbos. So Beishama extends that to a third category, the category of Hatman, of insulation. Normally the rule is that one may not insulate food on Shabbos. That's an Isidur Abanan. The reason why is because we're concerned that he'll find that his food's colder than he thought, already got cold, and therefore he'll forget and put things back on the fire to cook them. Therefore we don't insulate on Shabbos. You have to insulate before Shabbos, but if before Shabbos is Yom Tov, so then Beishamai holds, you need to have set up an air of Tavshilin, including some sort of insulated item, if you're going to be doing insulation on Yom Tov, for, half, for the sake of Shabbos. Um, Beishil, however, is lenient, and he says if you did it for cooking, that will cover insulation as well. Um, there's a machlokas, exactly what's going on with if cooking is enough to allow for baking, according to Beishil. It's actually machlokas in the Roshonim, and therefore, l'charchila, we as I mentioned before in Mishalaf, I believe, um, we have both a cooked and baked item for Erev Tavshil, but Bidiev, the truth is, if you just had the cooked thing, you could bake as well. In any case, so the halacha is like Basil, as will be with all three cases, that if one does one boiled, you know, cooked item, that will allow Hatman as well. But Rabbi Galea was strict for that and didn't allow for Hatman on Yom Tov for Shabbos without a specific insulated item as part of the Erev Tavshil. Second of all, he did not allow the assembly of a candelabrum that was like a, a candlesticks that uh, were made in, out of chuliot, out of segments, sections, that kind of come apart and repiece together. So there, this is a, like a, a candle that comes with the candlesticks that are meant to come apart in segments and be rebuilt up again and come apart again. So Beishamai holds that that's called there's such a thing as binyan bekelim when it comes to utensils. You can do the malach of bona construction on Shabbos and Yom Tov. 
And therefore, since this, um, although it's not really technically the Doraita level of, of bona, of construction, because the segments of the candlesticks are meant to come apart and come back together again, still it looks like bona construction, therefore it's forbidden, says Beis Shammai. Beis Hill permit it. Beis Hill says no problem with putting together this this segmented candlesticks on Yom Tov. Shabbos is mukta, but on Yom Tov, not a problem. Um, and that's true even if you're going to leave them to be now built and stay the way they are um, for an indefinite period because there's no binyan when it comes to Kalim, says Beis Hill. And the third thing is that the ain ofen pitin gritzin elo rakikin. He, Rabban Gamliel, did not allow for the baking of large loaves of bread on Yom Tif, rather just small ones. Gritzin really means like thick loaves, and Rakikin means like thin wafers, like matzahs, Ashkenazi matzah crackers type bread. But that's not the point of the Mishnah. The point here is, according to the Bar that the pitin gritzin is a th- a large loaf, a thick loaf, which requires a lot of labor to knead the dough. And that's tirchi yitzera, excess unnecessary labor. And therefore, Beishama said you can't do that in Yom Tov. Rather, you should cook thinner, smaller loaves that take much less work to make. Um, but Hill was lenient. He says, listen, if, if you make a nice thick loaf of bread, like a big loaf like Archal or whatever, it tastes better. And therefore, there's a good reason to do it on Yom Tov, and therefore it's permitted to do it, even though it's more work um, to need a larger dough. So it's permitted, says Beis Hillel. Says the Mishnah, Amar Rabbi Gamliel. Gamliel actually reported, Miyameyan shel Beis Abba. Throughout the years that I grew up, you know, forever as the tradition of my family, my father's household, the house of the Nasi, Lohayu ofen pitzen gritzen, elerikikin. They never made thick dough, like large loaves that have large quantities of dough, thick dough on Yom Tov. They only made thin loaves to be strict to not do too much work on Yom Tov. Amrulo. So the rabbis answered back to him, Manas Like, what are, what are you, what are we supposed to do about that? That's fine that they, they did that, but that actually wasn't what the hell was the halacha and didn't. They were just actually strict on themselves, as the Mishnah says, Shahayu atman. They were strict upon themselves, but umekil l'chol Yisrael, but they were lenient to the rest of the Jews. Leos ofen pitin gritzin v'chori. They would, your ancestors would, your, you know, would let everyone else not just bake large loaves of bread on Yom Tov, those are the gritzin, but even chori. Chori are loaves that are cooked like on coals in the ground. Not only are they large loaves of bread, which is a lot of work to knead, but also when you're dealing with coals in the ground, there's a lot of work to sort of get the coals to either a temperature and keep them glowing hot and so on. So that's a lot more work. And yet your own parents and grandparents, fathers and grandfather, have permitted everyone to make even those. So no, it's permitted. And these are strictures you take on yourself, but that's not, not anyone else's issue. The Allah, of course, like Beis Hill and all these things, meaning not like Rabban Gamliel. The Melech Shlomo cannot fathom that Rabban Gamliel would go like Beis Hill over Beis Shammai, and therefore he understands the shot here is that even even uh, Rabban Gamliel held halachas like Beis Hill. There never was a question. Halachas like Beis Hill and all these things. It's just that he was strict upon himself and his household in these three matters um, to be like Beis Shammai, but he knew the halacha for everyone else was like Beis Hillel.